brothers and sisters, today is the feast of St. Padre Pio, uh, today the 23rd. Uh, there's so many things we could contemplate in the life of St. Padre Pio. Uh, first of all, his uh, love for the angelic world, the way that God's invisible creation uh, serves his plan, uh, the way that his angels are sent by him to protect us. Uh, St. Padre Pio could see the God in it angels of people all the time, people who couldn't reach St. Padre Pio would send their guardian angels with petitions to him. And often when time passed and they actually got to him, he would always tell them the petitions and he would remind them the angel came to him. So, you know, he's a witness to this most uh, amazing invisible world that we can't see with our eyes, uh, but exists just as much as gravity exists and we can't see it just as much as the wind exists and we could only see the effects by the trees moving. So St. Padre Pio, above all, had a great identification with the cross of Jesus Christ. He had the stigmata, he had the wounds of Jesus in him and in his body physically imprinted on him. And he, you know, he participated deeply in that wound. They say that he had a hidden wound that many didn't see and it was the most pain painful wound he had, which is the wound of on his shoulder, which is from the cross that Jesus carried on his shoulder. And, uh, you know, it's this, the ability to, of, of St. Padre Pio to really embrace his suffering in his life. You know, the question of suffering is a huge one for us uh, Catholics because suffering is redemptive. Suffering in itself is an evil, but because of the cross, because of what Jesus did on the cross, because of the way he embraced suffering as a means of salvation, it's how God chose, uh, that part of human experience called suffering uh, is how God chose that to, to redeem us through. God could have redeemed us in different ways, but he chose that so that something evil, the worst of all evils that, that afflict us human beings suffering, which was never part of God's original plan, but as the effect, result of sin and our, disc, our communion, our break in our communion from God and the break in communion of nature with God and, and the environment with God that suffering is introduced and God chose to take on the most ugliest parts of our existence uh, in Christ and, and use that for, for salvation. And I've been saying this recently a lot, that is how the curse becomes the remedy. It's how through the cross of Jesus Christ, how suffering now has a new purpose. It actually has a, a, a purpose and a, and, a, and, a, and a plan when brought to Christ. So. Many of us face great trials in our life and we have prayed to God with faith and we'll still encounter those trials. And if we've prayed with deep faith and, and often we just have to wait upon the Lord to, to make his move. Um, but in the meantime, that suffering, um, we could either try to fight with it, reject it or reject the cross, which ends up hurting us more. Or we can learn how to accept it with joy uh, like Padre Pio and, and love and accept it for love of Christ and while having full faith in him that he could heal, that he could remove obstacles, that he could fix situations. But in the meantime, say love of, for love of you, Jesus, I accept this suffering. It's, it's, it's how we get to prove our love for Christ in, in, in a profound way because it's easy to love Christ in nice, sweet consolations and everything is going well. Uh, it was hard to, to show our love for God when we could offer him that love of that that suffering for love of him which which is a greater thing um we don't go out of our way looking for suffering uh the angel said to the children in fatima that above all accept the sufferings god sends you above all in other words don't you know go looking for suffering don't 
don't uh, nobody wants to look for suffering in that way but but life does compel us to take suffering and the cross and and Padre Pio teaches us how to unite that with Jesus that we desire we just say Lord I give you this I unite this to your most holy cross and what Jesus does is that we're uniting it to redemptive suffering on his cross and he then could use that suffering he's then chosen to use that suffering our suffering to save souls uh, to in the spiritual world to release blessings, to release graces in our life, but other, other people's lives. And so suffering in many ways is a currency of the kingdom of God in, in a way it, when given to Christ. Um, and so this is why the saints, we see the saints burning with love and even, uh, you know, they reach a point of in, intimacy with Christ and they, they see joy in suffering. They see, because it's, they know how precious it is. That's when a soul has become really close to Christ. When when a soul is able to find joy in suffering, even not sadistically or look, or, you know, going out of its way for it, but but learning that, well, in fact, Christ, knowing that this is most beneficial for souls, so they take joy in that. Knowing that this, this, the suffering united to Jesus also consoled him in in the garden and in his passion. So, so we think about the the power of of the trials in our life and how much power that has to save souls, how much power that has to, to free people. And so if we are suffering in trials, it gives it a new purpose. Um, you know, a lot of people out there who might not experience miracles and healings and while other people have, uh, you know, they, they find a new meaning and a purpose in this suffering. And, and maybe that's actually God's greater blessing for them, which is hard for our nature to recognize.